Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is author Danny Alphon. Danny joined LinkedIn in early 2004 when he started publishing articles, interviews, and exclusive content about advanced strategies for clients and subscribers. Realizing that LinkedIn is a great platform for lead generation as well, he created a strategy that he shares with his clients to help them grow their business by leveraging LinkedIn to their advantage. By having them use rich media in their profile, they make a memorable impact on prospective leads and setting their brand apart from the competition. And today he shares with us his framework to help you grow your business using LinkedIn to your advantage. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show, Daniel. Yeah, thanks a lot for uh, having me on the One Big Tip uh, live uh, event. Thank you. We were talking a little bit on the pre-show about how long you have been doing this for. Right. As I read in the intro, you know, you joined this platform in 2004, took you a couple of years, you know, until you got really serious with it. And one of the things that uh, really impressed me was that, you know, this platform, you, you know, really does have a long time, you know, available to us. Right. And it has outlasted most other platforms that people have logged into, you know, like FriendFinder and, uh, you know, in MySpace and, you know, Facebook, you could conceivably argue is, you know, is going on the way out. But LinkedIn is really that business platform and it's still going strong and people still love it. And they're really only making it better right? Like nobody talks crap about LinkedIn, right? And <laughs> I, think I think that's really telling about, you know, first of all, how great the platform is. And second of all, you know, how useful it is in the business community, right? Can you tell us a little bit, you know, give us a little bit more insight on your background, how you came into this and why was LinkedIn the magic bullet for you? With pleasure, Jeff. So at one point, I, I held a quota-carrying uh, job in sales, and it took me a long time to close my first sales. And, and I noticed that LinkedIn showed me the name of my ideal prospect. And back at the time, it meant I, it meant I reduced my sales cycle by at least 30%. So that was the aha moment that made me understand something under the hood is interesting about the LinkedIn platform. And ever since... Since you hit record, hundreds of people have joined LinkedIn. Two people sign up every single second. So two people signing up every, you know, every second, right? It, you know, you have this platform where basically you're putting your resume together on steroids and it just creates this really great database for people to be able to, 
you know, that not only to find you, but to find others as well. You know, just for the sake of, uh, you know, people who are maybe on the fence or don't understand, you know, some of uh, LinkedIn's premium features, what do you think are like the most used features in your book, you know, both from the free side and then once you get up in the premium and then the sales navigator, like, what do you think are the most important features, you know, for each one of those? Oh, so the first thing to remember is that for most people, when we Google them, their LinkedIn profile is going to be top of the list. Even if Jeff, they haven't logged in for LinkedIn for six months. So you got to make it professional because your prospects are likely to visit LinkedIn and make up their mind whether they continue or they reach out to you. So it's your calls to make. And if you compare LinkedIn to, you know, search engine optimization and SEO, if you decide that your profile should go one way within 30 seconds, you can show it. If you have a new offer, if you move, if you pivot, then you can simply update it fast and for free. I don't think premium is worth it unless you really know under the hood what's happening. The free account offers a ton of possibilities. Most users will never even use 20% of the uh, free uh, opportunities. So you've got to look professional and it's up to you to make it so. You know, what's interesting is that I got my MBA in 2000, uh, in 2006 and my graduation present to myself was a professionally written MBA corporate style resume. Right. So, and I remember back then it was, you know, it was 500 bucks and I was like, why, why am I doing this? Why am I paying for that? Right. And 90% of that content, I was able to copy over and just create a great profile back then. Right. Including, you know, like my cover letter and, uh, you know, how this writer articulated my experience. And it really created a powerful platform for people to be able to find me and to understand what, you know, who is Jeff and what is, you know, what is Jeff all about? But some of the cool things about platform is that now it has grown so that you can add a lot of, you know, you can add a lot of rich media. So now you can, uh, you know, you can add videos, you can do lives on it. You can really, uh, you know, you can do video profile instead of just having a static picture. You can put your, you know, you can put a short video up there. What are some of the things that you've seen that have been most effective over the past couple of years that have made LinkedIn a much more powerful platform than before? That's such a powerful question. The video cover that you mentioned is relatively unused by people. 99% of, of LinkedIn users, and, and we're close to 1 billion members, haven't uploaded one, and very few even uh, see, uh, see, uh, saw any uh, video cover. So that's a, a really creative way for you to stand out because anyone visiting your profile can click on that photo and actually see you for 20 seconds, 25 seconds, and that could make you stand out from your competition. Other uh, things that LinkedIn has changed or, or updated in the last couple of um, years include a variety of ways for you to become a creator. The creator mode is becoming more important in LinkedIn. My impression is that LinkedIn is gradually trying to make everyone a creator by providing additional uh, analytics tools to those uh, turn on the creator mode. And uh, something that's not new, but it's always important is that you have to remember the keywords that your prospects are likely to use when they perform a search on LinkedIn, because search and advanced search is one of the best free um, 
best kept secrets in in uh, in the LinkedIn community is, is when you know what you're looking for, you can identify the right service provider, and it's important to include the right keywords in your own profile so your prospect can find you. Amazing, amazing stuff. So, what are some of the like? like better hacks that people can use. Like, you know, one of the things I noticed, like on Facebook, for example, you know, like there are these, you can use different fonts, you know, to pimp your about me, you know, out, you know, like um, I use emojis because I think they're colorful and they help that, you know, and they help things stand out. What are some of the cooler things you can do to, to make your profile stand out and more noticeable for others to find? So there's a workaround that enables you. LinkedIn usually doesn't allow any formatting of the text itself. In other words, you can't have bold or italics or underscore. But there's a way with a third-party uh, solution for you to have some special characters uh, in it or special uh, weight for, for the text to be perceived. And special characters are also a way, like emojis, they could make it easier for uh, for the reader to um, to understand what you're offering. And maybe the next step would be to, to um, mention a, a simple framework about the way you can conceive or think about your own profile, if you'd like. What is your impression on LinkedIn automation? I know LinkedIn, uh, you know, on its core, you know, frowns upon it, but there are certainly lot, lots of applications out there that can help you with it. I definitely have my opinions, but I'd like to hear yours about how effective can it be? when it can be used and when you should absolutely avoid it. Cool. So short answer, I wouldn't advise anyone to use LinkedIn automation at all, no matter what. Wow. Be because at one point it's very clear cut for me because at one point, no, no, not only will LinkedIn try to stop you from using the exact tool that you'd like, but your account might become restricted. It means you, you will no longer be able to send invitations to people uh, without providing their email address and, and, and your whole LinkedIn activity is going to be uh, restricted and it's a big price to pay. You have to make a choice. I made my choice and I decided that organic LinkedIn is the best way for me to gain uh, um, referrals, if you like. There are two ways to go about it. One is quality and the second is quantity. Quality means you have a close network of people you, who you know well. So if I look you up and I see that we share some mutual connections, I'm able to reach out to any of them and ask them to put me in touch with you. Because I see that you, there are three or four podcasters whom we share. And because I limited my network only to people I know well, if it's important for me to reach out to you, I will be able to reach Sarah and John or Roy Coughlin, or Josh Elledge, or Michael Levitt, because Michael Levitt, who runs the Breakfast Leadership uh, Show, or Josh with the Thoughtful Entrepreneur, or Roy Coughlin with Speaking, or the Frugalpreneur with, with the Saris and John, I'm able to reach out to them, and that was my choice. The second option is to, to have a large number of connections and to run and to aim for exposure. And probably the worst connection strategy strategy would be to try and have both. Because you have to make a choice. You can't have your cake and eat it. You can't have a large number of people and also know them. It's mutually exclusive. One of the things that's interesting for me is that I feel that the LinkedIn messaging platform 
has, I get a lot more, like I can already tell, you know, when these are automated, first of all, the timing is too perfect, you know, exactly 24 hours from the point that I've allowed them into my space in the, you know, in the first place. Other Mm -hmm. times I see them sometimes even using the same script. Right. And I could just see like, like, dude, like who's teaching you how to do this? Because like, you know, they're obviously teaching 150 people how to do the exact same thing. And what happens is, you know, it, you know, it kind of cheapens the experience, right. You know, to your point where I'm not really getting this great, the, uh, you know, this great, uh, this great value out of this program. I'm more, I'm more swatting flies. Right. And especially in the digital marketing space, cause I get all manners of people all the time that are trying to sell me more digital marketing services, you know, like, Hey, can we do appointment setting for you? Can we do, you know, content writing for you? Things like that. That seems to be the types of uh, people that I, uh, that I attract. There was a time when I would get all the headhunters, headhunters would come out of the woodwork like cockroaches and just try to, you know, and just try to, you know, get me to sign up for jobs and things like that. And it was so annoying because it was like, dude, I'm not, you know, like that's not what, that's not what I'm into anymore. Right. And you, there are certain things that you can do to your profile, you know, to sort of pivot that, you know, you can change your, you know, your, your tagline, you know, I help, or I serve, you know, people that, you know, that, you know, X do Y, right. You can make, um, you know, better indications of, uh, you know, on your cover photo and on your profile photo. One of the more interesting tools that I've seen are people that have changed their first name, you know, on the platform to put an emoji in there first, right? Because that is something that, that the automation tools, at least initially don't uh, pick up on. So if it says like, Hey, you know, smiley face, Jeff, you know, thank you for, you know, thank you for the connection. It's like, Hey, wait a second. Yeah. That's not, that's not the way natural people write. They're not going to go out and go look for that same emoji. You know, they go and they, uh, you know, they would actually go and type out the name. And I think what happens is that, you know, there's a lot of noise out there that you need to get through in order for you to get, you know, in, in order for you to cut through that and make the platform more engaging, right? So digital marketer, you know, from one, one to another, what mm-hmm. would you say is like the big, single biggest tip you can give someone to really make their profile, you know, not only marketable, but also interesting for others to see and to be findable. Excellent. So I'm going to share with you three questions. First question, Jeff, is who's your ideal reader on LinkedIn? Okay, the ideal prospect usually. Going back to the headhunters, uh, employees looking for work, their ideal reader is going to be the next hiring manager. But if we stick to entrepreneurs, then maybe our ideal reader for the sake of this one big tip is a business owner who who considers launching a podcast. And they could reach out to you to help them with setting it up and monetizing it. And and so this has to be the first decision. Who's your ideal reader on LinkedIn? And the second question is, if we were able to make those people visit your own profile, what action, Jeff, would you like them to perform after they've read your profile? So what is the golden link you'd like them to go to? And if the golden the golden link for you is jeffmendelson.com, then are you making it as easy and frictionless as possible to see that this is the next logical step? In other words, are you providing your reader, your ideal reader, with the right information in the right order at the right time 
so they understand that visiting your golden link is going to help them because you are part of the solution. So question number one, who's your ideal reader? Question number two, what action would you like them to perform? And frankly, the third question is the toughest. If you can imagine yourself as an ideal reader who doesn't know Jeff Mendelssohn and visits your profile, do you think you're likely to, to, to make that action, to go to your website within five seconds? And in many cases, there's a gap. So if you identify the gap, go back to your LinkedIn profile and make it aligned with your objective. If your objective is to have more people on a strategy call, then that needs to be the call to action that's easily understood. If you want them to book a time with you to, to discuss launching a podcast, then this, is, should, this should be your, your primary call to action. So and that's something that anyone can implement now, just think about your ideal reader. If you wake up at 4 a.m. and you can define one niche, what's it going to be? And you usually know the action you'd like them to perform. Now go and visit your profile and make sure that they're likely to perform that action. You know what's interesting about what you, the point you just made is the call to action, right? A lot of times what happens is, you know, people bring, uh, you, you get brought to a website that's basically all about me, right? Mm-hmm. Who is who is Jeff? Why is Jeff awesome? And it really should not be all about me. It should really be all about you, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, I want Danny to see himself in the service that I'm providing, right? I want to make Danny the superhero. I, you know, like I don't need to be the superhero in this story. That call to action to actually ask them to do something and to take the next step. You know, there's this movie, there's this great classic movie called Glengarry Glenn Ross, you know, and, and uh, what's his name? Alec Baldwin. You know, he gets up and he's just, he writes ABC on the board, always be closing. Right. And I tell people that and they're all, it, it, and usually when I, uh, you know, when I bring up that reference, it's like a light bulb goes off. It's like, shit, you're right. You know, it's like, you know, you should always be closing. You should always be, you know, like uh, always be leading them to the next step so that they know exactly why they're there. And if your message speaks to them, they will move on to the next step and they will pick up that phone and they will schedule that call with you. And I think that's one of the most important things is that, you know, LinkedIn, you know, being this platform that actually puts it out there, you really should be pivoting your message. So it's not just who is Jeff and why is Jeff awesome, but how can Jeff help you? Or, you know, how can Danny help you? And that's really one of the best, uh, you know, one of the best ways to use this platform. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. I was listening to an episode you released with Jared uh, Loftus and he, and he discussed the uh, the content that resonates with your reader. So if we can combine this with what we've just discussed, the call to action should not be bottom of the funnel. It should be top of funnel. Okay, usually the best way to, to leverage LinkedIn is to help people discover your website in the top of the funnel in the awareness stage because no one is going to visit your profile and within five seconds become a paying uh, um, um, client. But because conversion is likelier to happen on your website, then your profile should serve that purpose. And you, you you should think of your website, of your LinkedIn profile, as a website that needs to convert your ideal reader and not as an online resume of yours if you're in business. If you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter whether you worked for that company in Fort Lauderdale in 2017 or or 2019. How can you serve that reader 
is an important question people are asking, and we need to serve them by making them understand that they, they're missing something out if they're not visiting our top of funnel content. So what, are, what questions are people who struggle with launching a podcast asking themselves? Maybe they have tech questions. How much time would it take me? How will I find guests? What sort of equipment do I, do I use? If you're able to provide them with quality evergreen answers to those questions, then you've performed a great task because you've shown them, I can take you from point A to point B in a baby step. And when they've done that, they, then you can tell them, there's a whole C and D I can walk you through. And the next step is going to that link or some gated content or download something else. Amazing, amazing advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Daniel, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about you and how they can reach out to you directly if they want to get in contact? With pleasure. The best uh, place to go is my website. That's danielalfon.com, A-L-F-O-N. Plenty of content there. It's been a pleasure to be part of the One Big Tip podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me. You know, I love nerding out on this stuff, especially, you know, like some of the great tools and even some of the free tools that, you know, people can use to really increase their business. And LinkedIn is definitely a core pillar of that. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you joining the show. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.